Welcome to Miyazaki and Me. Uh, I'm your. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm Miyazaki. I'm gonna cut that out. Okay. <laughs> I'm Shane. Oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> well, I mean, you you are by far the expert in comparison. Uh, so, but you are, you are not Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah, not not quite. I'm a little taller. And much younger. That's true. That's also true. Uh, so yeah, we are uh, uh, as as all the Studio Ghibli films uh, kind of became available on HBO Go. Uh, Shane and I. Uh, Shane happens to be my roommate. Hello. Uh, we decided like we we haven't done a podcast together in a while, so we were like, oh, what well, could be a fun fun idea and he's been pressuring me to watch Howl's Moving Castle for a while now. It's so good. I own it in like three different mediums. See, again, you are by far the expert in this category. Um, it so- might be one of my top five favorite movies all time. Like, it's 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 just so good. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk. Yeah. yeah we'll- so, yeah, we'll, we went uh, once everything kind of became available except for a couple exceptions uh, on HBO Max. Uh, we decided it's like, hey, let's go from the beginning and start watching the Studio Ghibli films. Um, and we're actually going to start pre Studio Ghibli uh, with just one of the films uh, Hayao Miyazaki directed. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really excited. So so for me. I have only seen four Miyazaki films, or four, uh, and, four, four Studio Ghibli movies in total, actually. And I have seen eight of them, um, which is still a, a low number, uh, and it's lower than people probably thought that I w- would have seen. It's low. It's lower than I thought for sure. I thought yeah. she would have seen more, but um, you know, we we've said it's 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 the accessibility. That yeah, that's true because I think that kind of ties into the fact that I think I own eight of them. Okay. Um. Although with with that said, uh, two of the ones I own I actually haven't watched. What? Because uh, I own I own Pompoco and I own uh, Arietti and I haven't watched either of those. Ah. Well, that's your fault then. That is. Um, oh no, I've I've seen I'm I'm just relooking I'm looking through the list again. I've I've seen five. Um, okay. Well, to give people the idea of what we're going to do on this show, uh, so we're going to let you know the week, uh, the the episode before which one we're watching. That way, if you would like to also watch, uh, you can. And then we're going to have we're going to have discussions on the uh, the movies themselves. Uh, we're going to talk about not just necessarily what we're seeing in the movie. We're gonna we're going to talk about um, animators. Um, we're going to talk about uh, uh, other people involved in it, possibly producers, because a lot of producers uh, in uh, anime are actually also directors. Yes. Um, so it's really good to bring up their other works. Um, when we talk about the Ghibli films, we'll uh, we'll talk about the other other movie uh, the the Ghibli films that are not Miyazaki or at least uh, not Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, we will talk about uh, the other films that they have done. It's it's going to be a very round discussion. It's not going to be necessarily just the movie we watch right then. Um, there's going to be a, a a lot of meat to it. Yeah, yeah. Because I I actually just last night. Um, in preparation for recording, and I, I actually watched a little documentary about uh, the forming of Studio Ghibli, 
Um, and it was really interesting, and it's actually going to the first film that we talk about in the next episode. Uh, it's actually a perfect starting point uh, because it's kind of what got kind of the whole band together because uh, one of the people who's, who's a producer and one of the three co-founders of Studio Ghibli uh, is uh, Tashio Suzuki. And he was at that point, a journalist uh, writing for the, the Animage magazine. And he wanted to uh, pre uh, castles of Costa, Costan, Castelliego, uh, Castel Cagliostro. Cagliostro, yeah. Cagliostro. Cagliostro. <laughs> As you'll figure out in my in in this podcast, my pronunciation is terrible with a lot of these. Uh, so bear with me, and I uh, apologize for it. I'm also really bad. Uh, I can actually watch a whole. Mo- I can watch a whole movie and have them pronounce something that way in that movie, and then after the movie's over, I'll be like debilitated. Like I like I have no idea. So. It'll it'll be interesting. You guys, will, it'll it'll be a little rough at times, but uh, I I try to be pretty good when when I when I get onto a podcast. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> th- weirdly enough, like some of the some of the names though, I will be uh really decent with like like uh Isio uh Takahata, um who is who is one of the other main directors that we'll be talking about. He and Miyazaki were were working on a film. And Suzuki was trying to interview both of them and they wanted nothing to do with his interview whatsoever for Anamaj. They finally broke down and started talking to him after uh, Castle of, of Keglio Ostro. And Takahata is a name you're going to hear a lot through this because uh, most of the movies at Ghibli that were not uh, Miyazaki were actually Takahata. Yeah, exactly. So. So yeah, so the the three of them founded founded Studio Ghibli uh, together um, in uh, 1985, actually, um, right after Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. So the first official Studio Ghibli release was Castle in the Sky in 1986. But we're we're going to backtrack a little bit, kind of talk about the origins and a little beforehand. Um, and one of the things that we wanted to do in this episode was because this is a pre prelude to everything, talk about where we stand with our favorites as of, you know, right now. So Shane, you've, you've got eight, I've got five. Um, so let's, let's actually go through our, our top films or so, and I, I ranked these not as my favorites, but as what I thought was the best films. That I've seen. I've ranked mine by favorites, uh, and a few of these I've seen. It's been a while since I've seen them, so it's harder for me to rank. Them. Yeah, that's that's like uh, my 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 last two. It's it have been the the furthest since I've I've seen them. So that's I think why they're in the positions they are. The same for me. Although one of them I remember not really enjoying much, and the other one I remember enjoying, but thinking it wasn't that great of a movie. So we'll we'll yeah. get to it though. Um. So. Uh, Shane, since you have uh, one more film than I do, uh, let's let's have you start out with your number eight. Uh, so, my number eight is a uh, point of contention for a lot of people that uh, like Miyazaki and like uh, uh, Studio Ghibli. Uh, so, my number eight is My Neighbor Totoro. Okay. 
so I saw this. Oh, the last time I watched this movie was probably in college. Um, I had a, I was dating someone that this was one of her favorite movies. And uh, this was not before I was into anime, but before I was like really uh, pursuing it. Like I would watch anime. I enjoyed watching anime, but I wasn't like seeking it out. Okay. Um, at this point. And uh, this was, this, this one rubbed me the, the not, it rubbed me, it came off as boring. It came off as boring to me. I had trouble getting into it. Um, it's very likely now that I have more feelings as a human, um, being out of college and being an adult, that I will enjoy this a lot more um, on my next viewing. But uh, it just, as of right now, I just cannot rank it higher than than the last on my list. Okay. So let's uh, so let's let's keep going on on yours. Uh, so then then once we get to five, we can start doing the back and forth. Uh, so, wh- yeah, so what's sure. your number seven? So my number seven uh, is also one of the reasons why people will be like, how can you put Totoro so low? Uh, I believe this is universally the least liked of the uh, Studio Ghibli movies. By the way, I've been saying Ghibli and Ghibli. Um, I have no I idea which way it's actually I believe it is actually Gib- Ghibli. Ghibli? Yeah. Uh, which, okay. that, that's only because I saw it in the documentary. And Ghibli is actually a word... Uh, Ghibli is what they call the studio. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, so, so universally the least favorite of the Ghibli movies, but I think is not a. I think it gets a bad rap. I, I think it's actually a lot better of a movie than people people give it. Um, I watched this uh, probably, boy, probably 2010, 2011. This was like right when I was really getting getting more into anime more. Uh, and uh, this one, uh, Tales from Earthsea is the name of the is the name of the film this one's a little bit more of an of a kind of an epic fantasy more so than what they normally do uh there's a little less real normally do there's a lot of epic fantasies and and what am i saying but at the time like howl's movie castles right before it they were trying to get into uh more of that epic fantasy kind of feel and after this they actually kind of moved on to more realism yeah um uh, more down to earth supposedly even with even with the fantasticalism uh of the movies after this one this one was uh they they became a little bit more down to earth this one this one they went a little bit more dungeons and dragons than they normally do i would say okay uh so then uh we get into ones that i really do enjoy uh and this one i know is on your list and it's probably the bottom of your list uh and this is grave of the fireflies uh this has nothing to do with with how good of a movie it is because this movie is phenomenal it is very well done it is absolutely heart-wrenching there there's no there's no point in the movie where you will truly be happy watching this and that's that's kind of the only reason why i have it down where it's at yeah is because I just I just never truly feel happiness watching this movie. It is it is a great like I am trying to get over a sad. I need to watch a movie that's also sad. What will make me cry? Oh, Grave of the Fire cries. Yeah, of course. That's going to destroy me and I will feel better afterwards because it because this knocked me off my pedestal. I don't know how to say this, but it, it's it's amazingly good. It's amazingly well done. It was it, uh one of the first Ghibli uh, Ghibli movies, I believe, and just, just oh, master it, like put him on the map. Great, yeah. It, uh, also not Miyazaki, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, Takahata, yeah. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Um, I will tell you, you are wrong is not near the bottom of my list. Um, oh really? Okay. Oh, because you you did you did say it's not how much you enjoyed it; it's, it's what you thought of it as yep. a film. So this is probably near the top. Yep. Then that makes uh, sense. So um, and 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 we'll 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 let this kind of cat out of the bag. Uh, so what we're going to do uh, moving forward is uh, Shane and I will be the ones uh, reviewing all of the the Miyazaki directed films, uh, but. When it's a film like A Grave of the Fireflies and Tales from Earthsea uh, that Miyazaki did not direct himself, uh, we're going to have some guests on to, uh, to talk about the films. Um, and we kind of came up with that rule because uh, like you and I have talked about Grave of the Fireflies pretty extensively because we watched it together recently. Yes. And it was just like, yeah, no, we're going to be like way too depressing sounding in that episode. Let's bring someone else on so that we get a different point of view. Probably not happier point of view just because of the film it is, but at least, you know, a different point of view that could lead to a different discussion than one that we've had before. Um, Correct. Yep. Something something that can take us out of our our normal cadence uh, into something new, so which will be fun, and it's uh, they'll be guesting for the gib uh, for the Ghibli yep. guests for Ghibli. Yep. Uh, so uh, so Grave Grave of the Fireflies was your number six. Uh, my number five was uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, uh, it, which is actually one of the few I've seen that you haven't. Yes. Um, really, really interesting like film. It was it was one of the first Ghibli movies that I saw. Like, as a proper, like, once I'd been out of college and, you know, had had had, had my head on my shoulders, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really interesting film. But, but because it's been at least five years, if not more, that I've seen it, um, I couldn't rank it as high because I don't remember as much about it. Uh, so I'm going to be excited to actually watch it and see what you think about it. The first being the first time you've seen it. So, yeah. And I'm really, I'm really excited to watch this since, you know, it, it is not necessarily a studio Ghibli film, but it is really the thing that catapulted and created Ghibli. So I'm very excited to watch it. Uh, you'll notice that any Ghibli list will have this on it, even though it's not officially yep. Ghibli. Um, and, and an interesting uh, from that documentary, an interesting point of that I, I found out was I can't remember his name right now, but uh, towards the end of the film, they were, they were running out of animators and running out of budget. Um, and as I said, uh, Suzuki was one of the writers in the Animage magazine, and he put out a, uh, a call for animators. And they, they got this young animator uh, who would actually like pull off a really cool scene in, in, that, in that film and would then go on to... Uh, uh, start a studio of his own and be the director and writer for uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. Uh, and his name is Hidaki uh, Ano. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. It was it was actually Hidaki Ano who who uh, who did uh, 
Neon Genesis Evan- Evangelion. Yeah. Um. So so that was a cool little like thing that I didn't even know about until I watched that little documentary. So and those are the things that we'll try and find, like those little animation stories and stuff like that that we'll try and find as we're going through these. And and they'll be there because uh, Studio Ghibli is a launching point for a lot of amazing animators. Uh, so my number five is a, uh, a a movie called Only Yesterday. Uh, this is this is also a Takahata and, and not Miyazaki film. Uh, Only yesterday, yesterday is is very much slice of life. It's it's very, you know, it's it's a uh, woman and her family. Uh, they uh, she lives in the city. She goes back home, uh, meets somebody. It, it's it's just it, it's kind of, it's just a heartwarming story, and and it is it's it's well done. Um, I think it only recently got so one thing that you'll find out about me and this is something that a lot of anime fans is, are not really into uh I listen I, I I listen to the dub version I don't I don't I don't uh I, I watch dub I don't watch sub I like being able to pay more attention to what's going on and not having to read uh the subtitles because I get distracted too easily. So if I'm reading the subtitles, I miss a lot of action or a lot of things happening uh, in the, in the movie itself. Now I will, I, I've gone to see uh, subtitle animes in the, in the theaters a few times. Uh, it's, I have no problem watching subtitle animes. I just prefer the dub. Uh, and so I didn't see only yesterday until very recently, even though it came out in 1991, uh, I saw it in theaters uh, here a couple years ago. Uh, and so an, an actor that both, uh, Kyle and I are a fan of, um, by the name of, oh boy, I am just forgetting him now. And I have no uh, idea who you're Neil, talking about, so. Neil Sandpat. Oh, uh, Dev, Dev Patel, yeah. Dev Patel, yeah, Dev Patel was, was in the, in the more recent dub of it. Um, I think it might've been a redub. I think it's not the original dub. Uh, yeah, Dev Patel. It is for sure Dev Patel. He was, he was in the dub. And Daisy Ridley. So it was very recent that they did this Oh, dub. yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I just looked it up. Like, I remember Deb was in it, and I couldn't remember who, who was the uh, the lead actress, and it was Daisy Ridley. So, yeah, this has definitely happened in the last few years for dubbing. So I've only seen this. I, I saw it in theaters when it came out in, in, uh, in English language. Uh, so this would have been about uh, within the last three years. Very enjoyable. Yeah. Very sweet movie. Yeah, well, and I and I think part of because uh, I'm I'm a similar way in in watching the 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 uh, dubbed over, and I think part of it is like in your case, I think it's the the theater background and the performative aspect of you know getting into the inflections and and everything um, that the voice actors can can do, uh, which is easier when you understand the language. Um, yeah, as opposed to the the subtitled, where like yeah, like you said, you're you're more concentrating on reading what the words are, and then trying to also keep keep how they're performing it and keep all the visuals, whereas that knocks down at least you know one and portion of that for you um, with the with the with the dubbed over versions. Oh, very much so. And there are things that you notice, like I've watched many movies in both subtitled and dubs because there are some things that you, 
there's language barriers at time where there's an emotion that can be portrayed in the in uh, when it's in the original language compared to the English dub that you just don't really get because of the way that the cadence of the words. So there are really good reasons to watch the subtitles uh, over the dubs at times. I just I just prefer the the dubs in in general for the for the reasons that I and and you you pointed out. So yeah. Uh, what is your number four? Uh, my number four is actually, and and I will completely chalk this up to just the fact that it has been so long since I've watched it, um, and that's actually Spirited Away. Okay. Uh, because I think I watched this around when it came out, because um, I was working in a movie theater, or in a video store at the time. Uh, so when the, when the video came out, it would actually be one that I'd put on as I, as I was working. Oh, okay. Uh, because, because we were told it's like, Oh, you know, throw on some cartoons, throw on some PG movies, like that kind of stuff, you know, nothing too offensive. Yikes. Uh, and yeah. And I didn't know any better. So I put on spirited away. Nothing and... that will terrify people. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I was told to turn it off a couple times, uh, for the people that actually paid attention to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably been since, you know, 2006, 2007 since I've seen it. So I remember enjoying, I remember liking it, thinking it was good, but I can't remember that much about it. So... So that's one I'm definitely, again, like Nausicaa, really wanting to look back and watch. So, yeah. and I'll uh, I'll go more into that one in a minute here because that'll be that's yeah. on my list. So, I figured. Uh, so my number four is Ponyo. Uh, so, if you don't know, Ponyo is the story of the Little Mermaid, essentially, but uh, a, a little different, uh, a lot different. It's it's based it's it it has a basis in the Little Mermaid uh, essentially, but it is very sweet. It's very cute. It it is a kids movie through and through. It's also the reason why I think I will warm up to my neighbor Totoro when I watch that one again because I love I thought Ponyo was fantastic. I loved it, and it's it's got the same kind of feel as as my neighbor Totoro. So perfect segue because my number three is my neighbor Totoro. Oh, very nice. Like you said earlier, like it's it's very cute at times, but also very terrifying at at other points. Um, and just a sweet story, and very very well done. Like I can't really elaborate on it too much, much past what you had said earlier. So it also might be the fact that I hate cats, and the bus is made of a cat. Yes, that's true. It is a giant cat bus. Um, for people listening, I don't hate actually hate cats. I'm just super super allergic, so I have to. I'm yeah, required you, to hate them. Yeah, you're allergic, so yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke is just a very very wonderful film. It was actually probably the first. Uh, of the Ghibli uh, films that I actually watched. And it's been, this, this actually might be the one that I haven't seen in the longest time because I think I watched this on like HBO or something like that when I was 
I might have even been in middle school still. Like, it, it might have, I think it was late 90s, early 2000s, but I loved it. Like, this was, this was like me glued to the screen. Like, this was also sh Shane and Peak Dragon Ball Z uh, obsession times. So, like, this, this kind of action and with a female lead character. And uh, if you know anything about me, I really love kick ass females. Uh, female lead character who's just, who's just beating, you know, just. Through and through, amazing. Like I, I thought it was great, and it was there once again, in the in the spirit of Ghibli, some terrifying things for somebody of, of that age, especially um, yep. to see. You know, with that with that uh, the wolf, the the giant wolf, uh, and the demons. But it, I mean, just just wonderful. So uh, if uh, you have not seen Princess Mononoke, I'm very excited to show that one to you. Uh, Princess Mononoke is actually my number two. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, because, uh, and these, these two people will come up very often in our discussions. I watched it with our friends, Craig and Tracy. Oh, nice. Actually, Craig put it on after a party at one point, which was a mistake. Um, like after a party, like around, like, I think his last year of college, um, he just put it on in the background and I was like half paying attention. And at this point I was like, Oh, I don't really like anime that much. Like you guys are kind of dumb. Like why, why do you guys always have to like talk about all this like anime stuff? And like, cause I, I was, you know, even though I was a film major, I, I, at that point kind of had the anime people as like pretentious snobs a little bit um and princess mononoke is the film that uh broke me from that mindset um because um even though we just threw it on like after a party i think i actually asked him to like if i could yeah i asked him to lend me the copy because i was like dude that was really good i i want to watch that without you know a bunch of drunk people around and <laughs> being able to actually pay attention and cause it was really good. Like it was terrifying at points, and, but it was really good. Um, so then I watched it and yeah, I, I love it. And similar, like I love, I love the strong female characters, you know, um, love the story behind it. Um, and the animation as we will talk about, you know, and gush about as the series goes on, the, the Studio Ghibli animation is beautiful. Very much like so. they they are some of the best animated films I've ever seen um, across any genre uh, from any country. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my that's my number two. It, like it, it's insane to me that it holds up so well too. That like it was you know this Mononoke was was late nineties, uh, mid to late nineties, and. Uh, like it, the animation to this day, you put it up against a a uh, an uh, anime movie coming out now, and it, you're still like, yeah. all right, that looks great. Yeah, like and and it it makes you feel a little old when you realize that even in the dub, uh, the young girl in it um, is is I believe um, uh, why am I blanking on her name right now? She's in. Not Anna Sophia Rob, but the other one. She's got the sister. I'm sorry. The, the, whose sister? The one that was in I Am Sam. 
Oh, you are thinking of Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. And I, I think you're wrong because I know she I was, think I know in, she was my neighbor Totoro. In Totoro, yeah. Never yep, mind. Yep, then. I know I'll for a fact she out. was Totoro because that was a, a uh discussion point with the girl I was dating who made me watch Totoro at the time. Okay. Uh, so just there's there's weird little facts I know about some of these movies that it's just like I don't know why that is retained, but it is. Yeah. Uh so my um, number th- my number two is yeah, your number two is Spirited Away. Uh, Spirited Away is, uh, I thought, it, it just, it's nonstop. The whole movie is is just go, go, go in all the best ways. Like, there's just so much, like, it, it catapults into a bunch of, almost a bunch of different genres. Like, it was, it's comedic at points, it's very dramatic at points, it's, it's horrifying at points, it's, it's just... Very, it, I don't want to go too far into it until we actually watch it. it it's just, it's one of those that it, there's like a one A one B for uh for Ghibli movies in general, and it's and Spirited Away is is one of those one A one Bs. Uh, a majority of the time that you're talking, obviously, I mean, some people have Totoro up there, some people have have uh Grave of the Fireflies, you know, some people have, I mean, Whisper of the Heart, you know, there's there's a lot of movies that might some people might have at the top, but this this is generally one of the one A one Bs. Um, and then, uh, as we've kind of revealed well, the previous, uh, my number one, uh, because I, I, I put this out as, as what I thought was the best film, uh, and that was Grave of the Fireflies. Like, it was, it was very much a toss-up between Princess Mononoke and, uh, Grave of the Fireflies, but the, the, what I felt during Grave of the Fireflies, you know could not be matched by you know anything else like it made me feel so many emotions uh during it makes you feel emotions yeah and and it was just it's such a well-made film like i said it's also incredibly beautifully animated and and when you realize like this is around the same time and if you compare these side by side it's sad almost but like this is almost around the same time when you know the the japanese animated studios were doing this while the united states animated studios were doing like an american tale and uh the great mouse detective you know that that was the difference (laughs) i i mean i i get what you're saying there i think it's very different styles uh, yeah, they're very different styles, but even even if you look at the cell animation, yeah, you know, cell by cell, like, you know, the American Tales and and, you know, Great Mouse Detective and those type of films, you know, they 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 are beautiful in their style. They are certainly less smooth than But yeah, they're less smooth and This was also the same year as Totoro, uh which is another one that just the way the animation works is just very flowy and yeah feels a lot more natural when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just excited to, well, not excited, but I'm looking forward to watching this again and having the discussion again of grave of the fireflies and, and bringing on some, some guests and stuff. So, and the, the interesting thing about uh, grave of the fireflies is that, it's going to be early on. We're doing this chronologically. So we are starting, yeah. uh, you know, with, with Lupin 
uh, but we are we are going chronologically, and Grave of the Fireflies I think comes in third. Uh, it would be fourth. So it would be uh, Castle of Coglia Ostro, uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Castle, Castle of Sky, of Sky Grave of the Fireflies, Totoro. So, yep. so that that'll be very interesting to hit it that soon. So yeah. my number one, and I, you, everyone already know this from things I've said earlier, is is Howl's Moving Castle. One of my top five favorite of, uh, movies of all time. This is the the you know one A one B of Spirited Away for most people, for majority of the people that I talk to about about uh, Miyazaki or uh, Ghibli films. You know they they have one of these two at their top um, most of the time. Uh, I think that uh, that Kyle will have this at the top uh, when he does it uh when he watches it when i finally see it yeah uh and kyle's also experienced that a lot of people have this movie at the top because he was talking to people about uh doing some ghibli movies with us and he was mentioning that we were going to do the miyazaki films by ourselves but even with that most of the people that he talked to said howl's my favorite (laughs) yeah i i i honestly feel like we might have to end up just to not irritate our friends I think we might have to have guests on for Mononoke, Spirited Away, and Howl's Moving Castle. I actually, I, I anticipated that. I, I feel like there's yeah. there's going to be a few Miyazakis that we also bring in some guests for, which is totally fine. I yeah. and I will very much enjoy talking Howl's. I'm not going to talk too much about this movie because I, I would like you to be surprised um, yeah. to enjoy it uh, fully, but it's... A, a little background of when I saw this movie the first time. I was working at an AMC theater uh, when this came out in the in, in theaters, and this was, I believe, this was just after Rent, because Rent used to be the movie that I would go into and then just like watch the end of it or you know watch watch bits and pieces of it uh, throughout the day, so that you know, when I had a free time, you know, waiting for movies to get out to clean them. Then after Rent, it was Howl's. Like, Howl's was then the next one that, you know, whenever I had a, a little bit of time that I had to kill, you know, five minutes before the next film or something, I would I would go into Howl's and, and watch watch some of this movie uh, and then go. So so there are, like, bits and pieces of this movie that I know really, really well. Uh, and then there's other parts of the movie that I just know really well. You know, just one really rather than really, really. So it's just... I, I love this movie. It's very rewatchable. It's a very good story. It's a very good uh, voice cast for the uh, for the dub uh, with Christian Bale and um, oh why am I blinking on his name uh, Billy Crystal. Uh, okay. So so some really some really solid voice actors. Um, oh and uh, Emily Mortimer. Uh, just to go to a newsroom again. Oh, yeah. So I'm 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 excited. Uh, this will be this will be fun to introduce you to one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and yeah, and they're they're as I'm in our our spreadsheet, like uh, we've committed to doing a lot at least movies. 24 episodes of this. Yep. So. Um, cause there's, there's 25 on here, but, uh, how, how do you live has not been released yet. Yeah. And it's not supposed um, to come out until the mid 2020s. So yeah, it's like 2023. Um, but then they're also, they're working on a series, um, as well. It sounded like that's supposed to, that was supposed to debut this year. 
Uh, oh boy, I just clicked on it. Earwig and the Witch? Yes. That is a very different animation style than I am used to. If that, if the uh, poster for this on Wikipedia yes. is to be uh, believed. So that'll be very interesting. Yep. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting kind of moving forward. And yeah, like, like we said, we've got, we've got at least, uh, at least 24 episodes of this. And, uh, we and might, who knows, uh, Kyle might love, end up loving anime movies like this so much that I can talk him into, you know, watching, uh, uh, a few other, uh, anime studios, uh, movies. So yeah, we, yeah, we could do that or like. So, so actually, one of the things that I was going to say when I was talking about Spirited Away, because um, for some reason, I was just very against animated movies for, like, five years. It's crazy. You're crazy. Um, I, I realize that now. Um, and actually, like, what brought me back into it uh, was was working at the, at the video store, and it was actually uh, Finding Nemo coming out. Okay. Um, I really like that movie, uh, and like throwing that on and throwing on like other Pixar movies that I hadn't seen yet. Um, cause I think it was like, yeah, between like Toy Story two, like I still liked and enjoyed. And then I just didn't watch anything Pixar until like, uh, finding Nemo. Um, and of course the Incredibles, which if you know me, you know, that's one of my favorite films. Um, so yeah, we could we could even throw in some Pixar stuff like later on. Yeah, it would be interesting so. if we did maybe a uh, you pick one, I pick one, uh, kind yeah. of kind of dynamic afterwards, which would be which would be fun because I think that we'll we both might discover things that you know some some of them obviously like we'll both have seen. Yes, but uh, it might be a situation where you know you discover something, I discover something that that maybe we wouldn't have given a chance before. Yep. Uh, so Shane, uh, tell the people um, where where to follow you and oh boy. like your social media stuff. I'm in West St. Paul a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't really social media much. So yeah, there's um, I've got a few podcasts out there that I haven't updated in a while throughout all this jazz that you know hopefully that some of this might come back up uh and we'll see um i think i'm dr nemesis on snapchat and i rarely snapchat but when i do i like to think i'm funny yeah um sometimes i'll play ukulele that'll be rough for everyone yeah so yeah like check out uh check out character work and check out fantasy hangover um, which if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll have the links below in the description. Um, yeah, you can find me at knocked out films, uh, subscribe to this channel on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast on your, on, on Stitcher, Google play, Apple, all that stuff like, and, and rate us on there. Um, and Shane, what is our next film going to be? So yeah, we are starting out um, with a uh, a very well known franchise in Japan. Uh, it's not as well known in the U.S., although a lot of people do uh, like this. It's it's Lupin the Third, 
Uh, it's actually uh, it's it's obviously Miyazaki's first uh, feature, uh, full length feature, uh, and it's called The Castle of Cagliostro. You can find this on Netflix actually. So if you would like to watch it before we review it, uh, you can find it on Netflix. Yep. So yeah, and and we'll we are going to try and do this at least bi-weekly. Um, these first couple episodes will come out kind of in succession because this was this is more of a primer. Um, so uh, Castle of Cagliostro will come out uh, next Thursday, um, and then we'll tell you when our next episode will be from there. So uh, thank you for listening and and watching if you're watching on the YouTube. Uh, so thanks very much. Be good to each other.